My name is Josh. I'm Steven. And we are here tonight from the Not So Black studio with some unfortunate news. Uh, we, uh, Steve let the dog out yesterday to go pee in the backyard where they always go. And Frank, our mascot, our trusted Frank uh, Pitbull, he decided to sneak underneath the gate and run away. Marmaduke followed him and uh, he caught on to Marmaduke because he's tiny. But Frank kept on going, and we haven't seen him since, uh, well, you haven't seen him since last night. Right. So if anybody sees my dog, his name is Frank. He's very, very friendly. He, uh, I'll post a picture of him. I did post one. We both did. Uh, people Check have been it sharing it. So. Share it if you can. Yeah, thank you a bunch to everybody who's, uh, who's been sharing that and uh, who's been trying to help look for him. Uh, my guess is it was pretty cold last night, and an animal lover probably found him and took him inside. So somebody probably has him, or uh, they'll wait till Monday and take him to the pound. So hopefully tomorrow we'll find him. Uh, I just I just hope he's safe, and that's really all I care about when it comes to that. I just hope he's okay, and I hope that I get him back. So uh, yeah, I lost my dog, and we'll get him back. But I still have Marmaduke, so uh, everything is okay. He's keeping me company, keeping me. Uh, Keeping me happy, so Marmaduke, say hello. Hello, my name's Marmaduke, and I'm a little asshole. I think he convinced Frank to run away. I think he uh, spoiled any chance of, uh, of connecting with him and just told him, he said, you know, if you run away now, man, you'll never, you know, it's fine. I think Marmaduke did it. It's probably his fault. Uh, hello, everybody. Thank you for joining and, and for uh, logging into this episode. We're going to do a pretty easy one today. We're just going to talk about a few things. Um... A uh, few relevant things in the news. Uh, first, <clears throat> just gonna go over my week. It's been a pretty uh, standard week. Some work. I started a second job. If you are gonna start growling, Marmaduke, and you want to say something to the wonderful people, then you can. But now is not the time, okay? Because if you do this, I'll smash your teeth in, whore. I'm just letting you know. That's how I feel. Marmaduke's a boy, so he's not a whore. He's a douchebag, but he's a good boy. Oh, he just wants to be petted. But yeah, so Marmaduke's a good dog. He's... Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, anyway, we are going to start off with just some pretty uh, hot topic news right now. It's all over the place. So Brett Kavanaugh, which is the current nominee for the Supreme Court <clears throat> to be a Supreme Court justice, uh, last year, I believe, or 26, 2016, yeah, in 2016, there was a nomination made by President Obama of Merrick Garland and uh, the Republicans stopped this for 10 months until the election and then Trump got elected and then he's supposed to pick somebody and this is the Supreme Court justice that that will replace uh, Justice Anthony Scalia so it's a pretty important uh, appointment I mean it's it's a lifetime appointment it's pretty important and this uh, these allegations came forward about Brett Kavanaugh uh, having sexually assaulted uh, this woman, Dr. Mary Blassie Ford. Now, Dr. Ford is extremely uh, confident in her story. She's uh, seems really credible. Even Fox News called her credible. Um, and it's just... And Matt Damon uh, on SNL did a... 
reenaction uh, reenactment of Brad Kavanaugh. And he does make this funny little squinty face, and he gets angry at moments, and he just seems uh, <clears throat> just not able to keep his cool. You know, and it's just, it's kind of a tell to, uh, you know, maybe this guy isn't the kind of person we want making decisions yeah. for our country. Yeah. The Supreme Court's like, a lot of people don't realize how important that is. Like, these guys, like, when you have a case like Roe versus, Roe versus Wade, like, you have right. the uh, education cases, the like abortion, you know, those kind of things. Those go the whole way up to the Supreme Court, and then those judges decide the laws pretty much how we interpret the laws how we interpret the constitution those kind of things you know they make these uh these these statutes and limitations uh so to speak so it's just it's just wild um that people are fighting against this and all the democrats asked for was a week they want a week to pause the nomination vote and say give the fbi a week to investigate the claims apparently they got that uh, I think I was just reading, and they got a week. The FBI has a week to investigate the allegations and find any evidence they can and bring it to the, the Senate committee so that way the committee can pretty much make an informed decision. I mean, there were uh, thousands of documents given to the Democrats, uh, I think, two days before the hearing, the nomination uh, committee started. I don't know if you knew this or not, but they got thousands of like letters and emails and all this stuff like two days before. And they were told, you know, they have to make this decision on whether or not they're going to vote yes or no on this guy. Right. And they don't, they don't have that much time to they go through this pile of information. And it was a strategic move. That's what politics is about. It's yeah, about strategy, sure. getting your guy in so you can have the policies and the things that you believe in enacted. Uh, so that happened. And then people have just been poking fun at uh, both sides. Like I saw a meme that had uh, Dr. Ford on it. And it says, uh, believe in something even if you can't remember everything. <laughs> And like it's super fucked up and disrespectful, yeah. but like there's it's you know the people are poking fun at it because it shows how fucking broken and sad our system is. Yeah. That like you know if if somebody in a, in a high position is accused of something like that, there should be investigation and there should be um, you know the facts should be brought forward. Like President Trump has like ten different sexual assault allegations against him. In the '90s, Bill Clinton got a blowjob in the Oval Office, right? Like and they fucking impeached him. And, yeah. They impeached him. Now, Steve Bannon was on Bill Maher uh, on Friday, and even he said that uh, come November, the midterm elections, make sure you get out there and vote. If the Democrats win the House, right, if they win the majority of the seats, then uh, Trump will be impeached. So if if people get out there and vote, and if you're a Democrat or a liberal or a center minded person if you vote for the left or if you vote for uh, people other than Republicans or uh, people like uh, O'Rourke Beta O'Rourke I think is his name he's a really cool guy from uh, Texas he's running against Ted Cruz he's fucking amazing like he's the guy who was like you know this Botham Jean guy was killed in his own apartment that's wrong and Ted Cruz used the speech that he gave against him and it backfired because this O'Rourke guy is fantastic he's just really honest and just you know he seems like a good dude uh, so, I don't know, it's a chance to go out and vote, so make sure in November, if you're registered to vote, go out and vote. If you're not registered, get registered now, and you can vote in our midterm elections, because those are the elections that really matter. Local, I always say it's local elections, like local and state. Yeah, that's where you start. <clears throat> that's where it affects you at home. If you start there, then, you know, those decisions, uh, that these policymakers uh, make will, uh, you know, will reflect your beliefs if you actually get out there and vote in the midterms and vote for your representatives and 
you know, maybe someday we'll find someone who gets rid of uh, gerrymandering and drawing congressional district lines because they've literally drawn lines on a map of like this is a certain rep like a state representative right yeah. they have districts so you might have three representatives in a state and there's three districts but certain representatives like the way they'll do this is they'll draw the lines around the district where they know everybody is their supporter like a republican <laughs> will make hilarious. sure that their district contains the where all the republicans live right you know and then it, it's called i think it's gerrymandering is is what that is but they do that to districts to like you know, pretty much ensure that they're always winning. Like, there's people who run for uh, seats that never go uh, against anyone. No yeah, ever runs run against unopposed. them. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of elections this year, uh, especially where people who ran unopposed are finally facing competition from young uh, women and minorities and, and people who are just, like, really uh, outspoken, really intelligent. So there's, uh, there's definitely a chance for some reform to finally come. And I think Trump was the thing that was needed. Yeah, I, yeah. I definitely think it turned out to, it's an eye opener for sure. Yeah, it, it the only bad thing it did is uh, our next president. It'll it'll be it's it's no longer going to be somebody who's a politician. Our our new presidents for however long are going to be media savvy, right? Yeah. Oprah, The Rock, uh, this antique I forget the guy's name, but there's this guy on Twitter who's really outspoken. He's like a Democratic Trump. Dwayne Johnson. Maybe. Yeah, Dwayne the jo- uh, Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart. That's who I want. The Rock and Kevin Dwayne Hart Johnson. as Vice President. Right. T- Johnson Hart. Oprah, Oprah would be good in there. I don't think Oprah would be a good president at all. No, she's too fucking... She's like, I don't know, black Hillary Clinton. Nobody wants that. <laughs> Nobody wants black Hillary Clinton. I'll smash your teeth in, whore! That's yeah. Alex Jones's voice, and he hates Hillary Clinton, so... You know, every time you mention Hillary Clinton, I'll Alex, smash your teeth in, see, whore. Alex Jones just pops up whenever you mention her name. When you say Hillary Clinton, I'll smash your teeth in, whore. That's what happens. He just pops up because he hates Hillary Clinton so much. Uh, Alex Jones is a fucking trip. If you guys don't get a chance, go back and watch some of his fucking videos. They're great. Uh, other than that, yeah, Matt uh, Matt Damon did a great um, did a great Brett Kavanaugh impersonation on Saturday Night Live. We haven't gone to Intero Bank for a minute, so we uh, we can skim over it real quick. Uh, Holmes and Watson. So Sherlock Holmes and uh, uh, his Watson, the detective, right, or his helper or whatever, uh, caught Will Ferrell and John C. Riley, the dudes yeah, from Step Brothers. Obviously, could be playing uh, Holmes and Watson. Can they really be hilarious? Of course, they'll be hilarious. They're That's just hilarious the best together. Duos there are. Kevin Hart is still everywhere because he's taken over everything. I don't know if you saw this, but Kevin Hart and Cat Williams were going at it because Cat yeah. Williams is like, you squash people's careers and you got this person who didn't put in as much time as this person, but Tiffany Haddish is doing all this. But the thing is, uh, Kevin Hart went on The Breakfast Club and was like, you fucked up. You chose drugs. You didn't go to your promos. You fucked up. Stop blaming the white man and everybody else. Like, Kevin Hart's super successful because he knows how to fucking promote his brand. Yeah. And he's funny as fuck. He is hilarious. He does all these fucking movies. Now he's doing one with Tiffany Haddish where he goes back to school. I forget what it's called, but it looks funny as fuck. Like, I've never seen a bad Kevin Hart movie. No, he's hilarious. He's, he's fucking hilarious. Funny. Every single one I've watched has been at least uh, good, great, or f- at least funny. Yeah. Ride Along was good. Central Intelligence was great. Uh, fuck, there's so many other movies. Now, see, I'm drawing a blank, but he's done a bunch. Same thing with The Rock, though. Like, there's a couple that are bad. Like, Skyscraper and Rampage aren't that great, but they're just movies he wanted to do. He's just the all-around guy, though. Like, he's, like, just the perfect... Yeah. His cheat meal is pancakes. 
That's really? his cheat meal That's is awesome. chocolate chip pancakes. That's what he eats for his cheat meal once a week or once a month or whatever it is. And it's like eight big old fucking giant stacks. Like eight, like a whole stack of I eight mean, pancakes. I'm pretty sure he's fucking, he's amazing. Uh, Conan O'Brien is doing a stand-up tour. Like Conan from TV. I knew he did, I mean, that's how I got into the business. He was a stand-up comic, so it's just weird to see him going back on it. Uh, let's see, anything else from Bang? Nope. So for now, I'm going to go to Google and search this video because I don't know if you guys saw it. But Donald Trump went and spoke to all the world leaders out there. And during his speech, he went and uh, he said, my administration has done more than almost any other administration for the, our economy or something. He said something along those lines. And the entire UN assembly burst out in laughter. That's so hilarious. It was And then he's hilarious. like, well, they were laughing with me. Yeah, I have a big brain, and they were laughing with me. That's why China likes him. It's huge brain. That's why China likes You know, I'll tell you what. He is an enigma. I love it. It's cracking me up lately. He's a maniac. He really is. He's a maniac. He's an egomaniac. There we go, the Guardian video. This is the best one. It has yeah. some of the best quotes. Like, we got to listen to this for a minute. This is from the Guardian. Uh, so weird. Let's see. Where's the credit at? Source, uh, YouTube. It's from the White House. Yeah, the source is YouTube, White House. Uh, they put this together right after the speech. It's 2 minutes and 33 seconds long. It's on The Guardian if you uh, just China search. Total respect for Donald Trump and for Donald Trump. If you search the strangest moments from Trump's UN speech, it'll give you The Guardian's uh, video. China has total respect for Donald Trump and for Donald Trump's. China has total respect. Very, very large a brain. Why? Have... What was he going to say there? He like paused, like uh, very, very, very large penis. Right. Like, I have very small hands, but nothing else is small, I assure you. Has President Trump given so much to North Korea? If I wasn't elected, you would have had a war. President Obama thought you had to go to war. You know how close he was to pressing the trigger for war? He's talking to the world leaders, too. He's probably looking at the guy from whatever country he's talking to. He's like, yeah. you would have had a war, but yeah. here I am. You don't have no war, do you? He no was, war. He was going to push that button. That black guy was going to kill you, but I did. <laughs> he was going to yeah. push that button. I'm telling you, I didn't push it. We're not doing well. Uh, let me call the Russians to help. <laughs> we have pictures of first... Now, that's what it kills me. Oh, where can I get him? Uh... This is so funny. So pictures of Donald Trump is like he just mocks somebody who says, "Oh, we're not doing well. Let's stall the Russians." <laughs> and then he goes to this thing where uh, remember when they were like, "We have pictures of prostitutes pissing on Donald Trump." Right. So he starts talking about that at about the twenty-second mark. Uh, let me call the Russians to help. We have pictures of President Trump. Oh, where can I get him? Uh, <laughs> wow, that's a lot of hands. He's taking questions from the media now, and like all these people, and he's like, "Wow, that's a lot." Idiot. You're with who? Hannah Thomas Peters from Sky News. Okay, good. Sky News. Congratulations on the purchase. Nothing to do with me. <laughs> right. Sky News just purchased another organization, another media outlet, and uh, he just 
I congratulated a fucking journalist that just works there. Like she right. doesn't have anything like to do with those decisions. And he's like, "Congratulations, your company that you work for makes more money, but you probably didn't." I hope you benefited. Yeah, you. That looks. That looks like he's shocked. That's not. This is gonna be not good. The guy looks totally like stunned. That I mean, have you ever been picked before for a question? The guy was like, I assure you it's going to be good. You hear the guy in the background. He's like, it's not, it's, this isn't going to be good. And the guy who was going to ask the question was like, it'll be good. Excuse me, you said where from where? Okay. He has no idea what that guy just said. Good. Great people. Thank you, sir. Great people. Thank you. Are you a Kurd? Mr. President. Good. They're great people. They're great fighters. He just I like keeps them interrupting. Let's go. I like this question so much. Yes, please. He doesn't even ask the question. New York Times. Come on, New York Times. Hold on, hold on. That guy said he was from wherever. I didn't even understand what he said. No. And all President Trump did was like, are you a Kurd? Ah, great people, great (laughs) fighters. And like, I like this question. So the guy didn't even get to ask his question. He just bulldozed over him because he knew it was probably going to be a question he didn't want to hear. Yes, please, Mr. Kurd. New York Times. Mr. Come Kurt. on, New York Times. The failing New York Times. Stand up. Go ahead. I like President Xi a lot. I think he's a friend of mine. He may not be a friend of mine anymore, but he, I think he probably respects. Uh, from what I hear, you were talking about your administration's accomplishments at the United Nations, and a lot of the leaders laughed. Well, that's fake news. What was that experience? Yeah, like? it's fake news. And it was covered. It's fake. Okay. They right. weren't laughing at me. They'd... It's fake news that the world leaders laughed at him. Yeah. They mm-hmm. laughed at what he said. They they la- he wasn't laughing when he said it, so how are they laughing with him? He like, breaks it down. Are you fucking kidding me? They were laughing with me. We had fun. When you say, does it affect me in terms of my thinking with respect to Judge Kavanaugh? Absolutely, because I've had it many times. When I see it, I, I view it differently than somebody sitting home watching television where they say, oh, Judge Kavanaugh, this or that. It's happened to me many times. I've had many <laughs> false charges. If we brought George Washington on, here, I get accused all the time. Of I've been accused of sexually assaulting all kinds of women, and uh, I know firsthand how to look at these kind of things. Okay, that is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Donald Trump is a nuts. Nuts. He's a nutbag. Let's hear this. Let's bring George Washington here. Is what he's about to say. If we brought George Washington here. And we said, we have George Washington, the Democrats would vote against him, just so you understand. And he may have had a bad past. Okay. Who knows? George Washington was not affiliated with any political party because when he was elected president, there wasn't no, like, de- like there were, but there weren't Democrats and Republicans like that. It wasn't like that. You know what I mean? Like That's like saying, if Abe Lincoln was brought back here, the Democrats oh, would yeah. vote against him. Oh, yeah. How the fuck do you know? Yeah, hey, like... The, Abe Lincoln was a Republican, but that doesn't mean it doesn't make any fucking sense. Make sense. Yeah, he may have had some, I think, accusations made. He just said George Washington may have had some accusations. He definitely just said that. Yes. So okay, according to Trump, uh, George Washington, our first president, could be a sex offender. Didn't he have a couple of things in his past? Always like. How the fuck would you know? Had a bad past. Who knows? Yeah. He may have had some, I think, accusations made. Didn't he have a couple of things in his past? Always like to finish with a good one. Elton John said, when you hit that last tune and it's good, don't go back. Well, let me ask I've you. seen, have you ever seen? They do great, they're great, they hit the last tune, everyone goes crazy. Then they go. Jesus Christ, dude. That is a mind fuck. Yeah. 
Watching that hurts my fucking head. I mean, that was... Ins- I don't even know how to digest that, or if... Uh, it's too much at once. I'm going to pull up the clip so you guys can hear uh, Trump getting laughed at. So this is uh, the entire world laughing at Donald Trump during his Literally, speech. Literally, it's ridiculous. It was a little too much. I mean, but it was fucking hilarious. So Donald Trump gave... This is from... My administration... Here we go. Less than two years, my administration has accomplished more than almost any administration in the history of our country. America's so true. So the up it starts like a slow murmur, and then when he says "so true," they all just start busting up yeah, like they can. Like he wasn't laughing when he first said that, so they weren't laughing with him. Then he starts laughing because he says this. I expect that reaction, but that's okay. I didn't expect that reaction, but that's okay, because he knows he's getting laughed at, so he's trying to play it off. He's not an idiot; he's a media personality. He knows how to deal with these kind of things. So to get. He looks so uncomfortable there too when he like smiled and looked over his side. Like, oh, an idiot! Oh, Oh, they're (laughs) laughing at me, aren't they? Hey, Eric! Eric! (laughs) Hey, Don Jr. Are they laughing at me, Ivanka? Are they? Are they laughing at Melania? Are they laughing at me? Okay, I can't feel. I have no sensation in my face. All the tanner is really. I can't see anything. It's bleeding into my eyes. Is my hair okay? I mean, that's literally probably what's going through his head because he's such a fucking chode. I don't get it. Yo, what's up, Mike Farron? I hope you're enjoying this commentary on how Donald Trump is just... I mean, he's just so... I mean, he's smart when it comes to media and how to get attention. Like, yeah. he was the number one thing before the election. Like, he knew how to get free promotion. and You know, TV channel. You know, he knows how to play the system. He's gone bankrupt. He's used other people's money. He's made an empire out of using people. So he's smart some way. Right. But when it comes to, like, just linguistics and... Like talking and then facts, he's just lost in a sea of confusion. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there should be some type of like fact check. Like there is, like when there's when you have somebody who's in you know the number one in our country who's supposed to be looking out for us. There is. I'm gonna show it to you. Anything they would say would have to be fact checked. I'm gonna show it to you right now. You can't just say that if it's not true. PolitiFact is a site that I used before. I've used it before back in the day. And they will tell you what somebody says, how it's true or false. And they're really like, I mean, they were good when Obama, they were good on everybody. So let's see what Trump's liometer says. They have like a meter and it's like pants on fire to, you know. (laughs) So let's see. So, all right, so his PolitiFact scorecard for Donald Trump, he, 27, so 4% of what they have on here, they have about 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, about 600 statements. Okay, oh, 600, this, yeah. they have 600 statements about, uh, from Donald Trump, 27 of them are true, 70 of them are mostly true, 88 of them are half true. 133 are mostly false, 
200 are false and 85 are pants on fire. So let's break that down. There are 15, uh, let's see, 27, 31% of what he says is true to half true. That means the other 69%, 69% of what he says goes from mostly false to pants on fire. And these are facts, you know, they're yeah. taking these statements and literally breaking it down. So like he said here, under the North American Free Trade Agreement, we lost thousands of plants. Mostly true, but he under uh, understates it like a lot of plants closed down But what he says next is under the North American Free Trade Agreement NAFTA we lost millions of jobs That's false. That's way too high. We lost thousands of jobs, but it's still false on investigating during the Supreme Court confirmation process The FBI doesn't do that. So he says the FBI doesn't investigate during a Supreme Court nomination They do do that. So he lied about that or he just doesn't know it Right. Uh, he said 3,000 people did not die in two, two hurricanes that hit Puerto Rico. That death toll estimate was done by Democrats. So this is a real fucking thing. There's Republicans out there who believe Donald Trump and Fox News and say that 3,000 is just a number that's spread by Democrats to produce sympathy or something for Puerto Rico. He really said this, and it's false. Like that's in PolitiFact says it's not magic, it's science. Right. It's not a magic. Like 3,000 people really did die in Puerto Rico, and they're still suffering down there because it's a commonwealth, so we use them for everything they have, and they, we don't treat them like they're really part of the U.S., uh, here's a half-true statement. Puerto Rico's electric grid and their electric generating plant was dead before the storms ever hit. It was in very it. bad shape. It was in bank. It was in bankruptcy. It had no money. It was largely, you know, it was largely closed. Uh, it was weak, but the power plant was still functioning. So that's a half-true statement. <clears throat> let's see. Uh, let's find a real fucking crazy one. Let's see if we can find some pants on fire. <laughs> I know there's gonna be one. Oh, there was almost something that he said that was true. Oh, here's a pants on fire one. Uh, <laughs> Senator Kamala Harris is supporting the animals of MS-13. So Kamala Harris is the lady who, uh, she's a, she's on the committee right now for the nomination. She's a really like outspoken, she's against bails. She said that bail bonds and, and uh, bails are pretty much uh, fast tracks for rich people to get out of jail. You know, and you set a bail, right. and people yeah. who can't pay them, they sit in jail. But he's attacking her for some fucking weird reason. Another pants on fire one says uh, in Wisconsin, he hadn't, Wisconsin hadn't been won by a Republican since Dwight D. Eisenhower in 52, and he and I won Wisconsin. Ronald Reagan, remember? Wisconsin was the state that Ronald Reagan did not win. That's a fucking pants on fire loss. They both won those states. Uh, we've already started the border wall. We started it in San Diego. But that's mostly false because projects underway aren't what Trump promised. Uh, let's see. Full flop. What? You can't end the separation of families at the border through an executive order. Well, he wrote an executive order to end the separation of families at the yes. border. So he did that. Jesus Christ. Somebody else <laughs> He back says that like, you can do that. <laughs> Donald Trump says that people went out in their boats to watch Hurricane Harvey. That's a pants on fire lie. This is, I love this site. I used it back in 2011 when I was arguing with my dad all the time. <laughs> I would, I was just telling him, you know. Get 10 references. Let's see, bloggers, bloggers. There's a lot of people who are blogging crazy things. Uh, 
Ted Cruz said, when gays stay hidden, we had no mass shootings. We had no public nudity. Society <laughs> was polite. Now, everything, now anything and everything goes, and I blame them. So Ted Cruz blaming gays is, uh, is a lie. He didn't actually say that. That's why there's mass shootings. You guys just stop being gay. Yeah. Let's see. Couple arrested for selling golden tickets to heaven. There's no way in hell that happened. Uh, Malia... <laughs> Malia Obama was arrested for buying cocaine. That's a lie. Uh, let's see. Ken Paxton says Texas has had over 600,000 crimes committed by illegals since 2011 and over 1,200 homicides. So that's historically wrong. Pants on fire. Jesus Christ. There's like people just writing stuff about uh, the Obama kids and like. These bloggers said John McCain was pardoned for treason. That's a pants on fire lie. Ann Coulter said the Dutch Africans were in South Africa first. Like the white that South Africans. That's, that's, uh, it literally says right here, defies logic, pants on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That is fan-fucking-tastic. That really is fantastic. I am so thrilled about that. That's I love this, state some, this, this site sometimes, yeah, but it gets... It gets to be too much, man. It really does. It just gets to be way too much. Because there's so much... There's so much information out there you would have to... Uh, you you would have to sort through... Right. To find out who... Like, who tells the truth and who doesn't. You know what I mean? I just... I don't get it. So, uh, let's try Pennsylvania on the PolitiFact. They won a Pulitzer Prize. So they're, they're obviously doing right. credible work. Um, let's see. People. Pennsylvania Truth Honor. Let's see how Pennsylvania's doing. Let's see. Oh, no, yeah. Let's go to Pennsylvania Truthometer. Let's get there. And the National Republican Congressional Scott Wallace wants to tax families of five for irresponsible breeding. <laughs> <laughs> irresponsible <laughs> breeding, that's sweet. <laughs> that's false. <laughs> so. Mike Pence, the unemployment rate in Philadelphia area is now at its lowest level ever recorded. It's mostly true. Good job. Unemployment is like 3.9%, like a low 18-year low. But it was on a decline nine years ago, like it's been going down. Philadelphia, Donald Trump said the Philadelphia Eagles players stayed in the locker room for the playing of our national anthem or were kneeling. And that's the false because no, the Eagles didn't kneel. Uh, Keith Ruth, Rothfuss, Paul Mango, Scott Wagner. Here we go. He's running for governor right now. Governor Wolf is trying to implement a severance tax that would be financed by Pennsylvania's working class. That's mostly false. Let's see. Pennsylvania is the only country not to tax drillers? Half true, an outlier, but not the only one. So Pennsylvania doesn't tax drillers. Uh, probably like, you know, for, uh, oil and natural gas and all that. We don't tax them. Let's see. 80% of the school tax bills in the state of Pennsylvania went up over last year. That's half true. As Governor Wolf has proposed more than $8 billion in tax increases, it's half true. Thomas the Tax Engine. <laughs> Governor Wolf's nickname is Thomas the Tax Engine. 
Let's see. Jeff Sessions said preliminary murder rates in Philadelphia will put the murder rate at the highest of this decade in the city. That's mostly false. Crime in Philly is complicated. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's their <laughs> sanctuary cities are extremely dangerous. About uh, Philadelphia, and this is Philly radical. That's mostly false. Obamacare created a new category of eligibility. Working age, able-bodied adults with no dependents for the first time became eligible for Medicaid if their income is below 138% of the poverty level. We're going to continue that eligibility. No one loses coverage. Well, I think people lost coverage. Fact. Hillary Clinton received 80% of the vote in Pittsburgh. That's mostly true. I'm surprised by that. Huh. I guess Pittsburgh's pretty progressive, so I guess it would be... Um, yeah. I think that's about it for uh, Pennsylvania that's going to be interesting. I don't see anybody that I know. Uh, Scott Wagner, who's running for governor, said the, oh, earth moves, the earth moves closer to the sun every year. You know the rotation of the earth? We're moving closer to the sun. <laughs> this is a real quote from Scott Wagner. The earth moves closer to the sun every year. You know the rotation of the earth? We're moving closer to the sun. He's probably like, global warming. <laughs> We're just moving closer to the sun. <laughs> We're just getting closer. To you didn't notice that? We're getting closer to the sun. There's, We're like, all right, so the planets just trade places. It's musical chairs yeah. out there, guys. And we're going to be in Mars spot next. We're just switching places. Mercury is every that go, goes around, comes around, you guys. <laughs> That's fucking false. And nope, not getting closer to the sun. Not at all. That is crazy. I'm surprised there's no flat earthers uh, on here. Because those statements would definitely be super oh, false. Hilarious. You've tried to get on that board, didn't yeah, you? You tried I, to get on that plane. I tried so hard to just get in there, and I can't. I can't figure it out. So. I mean, like, have you watched a bunch of stuff about it? Yeah, it's the one. Cons- I mean, a lot of the conspiracies I dig into just because they're super interesting, and I try to find their side of it just so I can like kind of believe it. But it's just not working out with this one. You know, the other ones, even like it's. Really sad now that I say it, but like the Sandy Hook one, they had me fooled for like a half a day one day. Oh, when they said Sandy Hook was a hoax? Yeah, I like dug yeah. into it the wrong way, didn't fact check, and next thing you know, I'm walking around thinking that for a second. Yeah, there's, uh, there's a lot. So, if if nobody knows what flat earth is, it's, uh, people think that the world is flat, and it's surrounded by a giant wall of ice. Wall of ice. And some of them think there might actually be, that the more land beyond that ice wall that's for the rich like that's more of a conspiracy like Wait, past what? the ice walls and where the reptiles live yeah like another l- land mass which I can't it's only some of them that think that that's like but there's a group of conspiracy theorists out there and flat earthers who believe that earth is flat and there's an ice wall and beyond that ice wall is rich people land I guess like just where <laughs> they don't want us like hey, people don't really die they just yeah. go there <laughs> yeah. like heaven is real but it's on the other side of the right. ice wall right what like, else do you know about flat earth? Uh, I mean, I've dug into it, so I could. I everything they say is false. Like I'm just trying to understand where they're coming from at every angle, but it doesn't make any sense. Like how they say when, if like a ship's way out on the ocean, and what are they trying to say? Like if you put binoculars on, you can still see it standing on the horizon. 
what? You look with binoculars. So like that's one of their points that they're trying to make. And like because you, your eyes can't yeah, see, your eyes can't see that far. But they like try to spin yeah. it to be like, oh yeah, well. Get if you had like a mega telescope, you wouldn't. Right. Notice, you're like, not going to see a ship halfway across. Yeah, if you went far enough away, you wouldn't be able to see it. Yeah. Like there's going to be a certain point when. It's definitely the one conspiracy that didn't actually hasn't yet. Maybe be like, oh, However, maybe. there are people who claim that this image is part of a vast conspiracy to trick people into believing that Earth is round, when in reality, they say, it's as flat as a pancake. Members of a group known as the Flat Earth Society point to the visible horizon and say that since they can't see the curve of the globe, that the planet must be a flattened disk. How do we know that it's not? Well, no one has ever documented this so-called edge of the Earth, which Flat Earthers say is ringed with a giant wall of ice. And scientists have been explaining how we know the Earth is round since the 3rd century BC. Mm. Earth is so big that from a person's vantage point on the ground, its curvature is simply impossible to see. But the ancient Greeks were able to see Earth's curve by looking at the sun's position and comparing shadows that it cast in different places at the same time of day. The laws of gravity also explain how a spherical planet would form, with its mass attracting matter in space and building a shape outward from a central core. And on a spherical planet, gravity's pull from the center is what keeps our feet on the ground. Not to mention that in the 16th century, Ferdinand Magellan sailed completely around the world, which would have been impossible on a flat Earth surrounded by an icy wall. Earth isn't a perfect sphere, more like an irregularly shaped ellipse, according to the National Ocean Service. But for those arguing that it's pancake-shaped, that idea falls a little flat. They even nah. try to go as far as to say that, like, <coughs> you know all those pictures you see of just Earth? Like, it's not just yeah, one they're all picture. Fake. Like, they, they're trying to say that it's, like, fake because you can't really get a picture of the whole entire Earth in one picture, you know, because of the way the light works. So, like, it's actually, That's... like, those images of Earth, like, the whole Earth, are actually a compilation of thousands of yeah put together they are right so, yeah so like if you were to take all those pictures and like actually make a globe out of it like there'd be blank spots because they don't actually yeah. get it all they're like it's that. the same way like maps work in school classrooms right. like countries and stuff aren't actual the size they are like it's it doesn't work and if you take like a map and you fold it into a globe it kind of works but it doesn't like they had they flatten it out and when you take a picture of the earth they obviously like send a probe out into space or a fucking right. satellite it takes pictures and then they take all these pictures and they put them together into one solid image. It's That's like putting the plasma together. I never thought of it like that. Like, I always thought, you know, there's a picture of Earth, they just took it from, you know, one of the Apollo No, like, if something. you look at the ISS space station, the International Space Station, when they take a picture, you can't, they don't get the whole thing. They get, like, right. the, yeah, you know, totally. the top or, yeah. you know, you, you can see, take a picture of it, but not the whole fucking yeah. thing, you know? I was watching a video of the guy that actually is responsible of making that picture. Shaquille O'Neal proclaimed our home planet is flat, saying that when he drives from Florida to California, it's flat to me. It's flat to me. I have to say, mm, chicken wing, barbecue chicken. It's flat. So uh, some believers have gotten creative in their quest to prove a flat planet. Uh, theorist D. Marble, uh, he brought a spirit level aboard a flight of Charlotte, North Carolina to Seattle, Washington to see whether... The plane's nose would dip to compensate for curvature. Did you see the guy that uh, just trying to shoot made him. his own rocket? He's trying to shoot himself into the space so he can see. He 
fucking shot himself in the fuck, tried to shoot himself in the space. He's still trying to fucking prove that the Earth is flat. And Elon like, Musk is shooting rockets. Why don't you just call him? They fucking put a car up there. Dude, he literally made a rocket. Did you, you know see that weird? That dude's not married because his wife would no. fucking be so mad. He spent all this money. I saw it too. I saw that guy. Crazy ass motherfucker. There's uh, the Zetetic Method. The theory follows from a mode of thought called the Zetetic Method, an alternative to the scientific method developed by a 19th century flat earther in which sensory observations reign supreme. Broadly, the method places a lot of emphasis on reconciling imperialism and rationalism and making logical deductions based on empirical data. Flat Earth Society Vice President Michael Wilmore, an Irishman, told Life's Little Mysteries, In Zetetic Astronomy, the perception that Earth is flat leads to the deduction that it must actually be flat. The anti-moon, NASA conspiracy, and all the rest of it are just rationalizations for how that might work in practice. Jesus Christ, anti-moon. Like, they literally think that, uh, like, the stars and all that stuff are just, like, up there. They were put there. And, like, the moon is fake. And it's just, like, actually, like, a command center. Oh, my goodness. Oh, God. It just, it's fucking nuts, man. This flat earth stuff isn't going anywhere anytime soon. Like, there's celebrities, there's uh, politicians that might believe it now. Who fucking knows? Whether it's our flat earthers being they're serious. They're being dead serious. You ever meet anybody who really well, Yeah, it? and like some of them aren't even like, they're just like, you know, it seemed really cool and fun. I just want to get involved. You know, some of them may be, may be, you know, innocent. But still, at the end of the day, it's fucking scary as shit that there's people out there who actually who believe Dedicate their lives to making rockets to Here's shoot the, uh, where's the actual website at? It's, uh, yeah, flatearthsociety.org slash home. So you can go to the flatearthsociety.org and you can where I tried to get mine. You can member, you can register as a membership. Uh, the online library contains a growing selection of flat earth resources. Uh, let's see what we can find here. Pamphlets and uh, let's see about joining the society. The logo is weird. Uh, books. So people have written books about it. Uh, from 1989, let's see, 1865, Earth is not a globe, an experimental inquiry to the true figure of Earth. I think this guy called himself Parallax. Samuel Robotham. That doesn't sound real. I don't fucking know. These people are nuts, man. The Earth isn't flat. Get over it. The Bible says the Earth is flat. AnsweringChristianity.com <laughs> Oh, yeah. We'll hook them in that way. <clears throat> Here's another. Uh, TFES.org. The FlatEarthSociety.org. Another one. Debate Club Forum Restructure. Uh, let's see. All things related to Flat Earth Theory. Grand entry point for newcomers and beginners. Cosmos. Let's see. Temperature very distance to the sun. The distance to the sun and celestial bodies has been in some contention over the years. In chapter five of Earth Not a Globe, Samuel Burley Ripoff and that dude computes the sun to be less than seven hundred miles above the surface of the earth, and the star contained within a thousand miles. So the stars are only a thousand miles away and the sun's only seven hundred miles away is what some of these people believe. Why are the celestial bodies and sun so close to the Earth's surface in the flat Earth model? The answer is the celestial bodies must be close because if the shape of the Earth changes, the distance to the celestial bodies must change as well. Astronomers use two different observations on far-off points on Earth to triangulate the distance of celestial bodies. 
When the shape of the earth changes, the triangulation changes, and our perception of the universe must therefore change as well. What the fuck? Eratosthenes, uh, Eratosthenes stick experiment can not only tell us about the size of the earth, but can also be used to compute the distance to the sun as well. If the earth is round, celestial bodies are computed to be millions of miles distance. If the earth is flat, they're trying to be relatively close to the earth's surface. See, that doesn't make any sense either. Yeah. Because if the earth was fucking really close, we would burn up and die. Right. That's 700 miles is not far in reality. No, dude. Like, we drove farther than that. Right. Right. Like, think about that. We drove to Florida and back, and that's two of a thousand miles. That's it right there. So that's how far the stars are. So if there was a fucking elevator that went up a thousand miles, you could ride it for 18 hours and fucking just go up and be in the stars. Yeah. The stars. Uh, That's fucking insane, dude. Stars are uh, light from dying stars that has that is making its way to our eyes. That's all stars are. When you look up and you see a star, it's just light traveling through space from a star that's probably not even there anymore. It's probably gone by now. Like it's so far away. This is how far away it is. It's so far away that light moving at light speed is still moving and. Like, it's still, like, you're still seeing it even though that star could be gone for millions of years. Right. If it's millions and millions of light years away, yeah. then you could still see, you know, that's, if stars go out, that means it's, you know, that's how they calculate how long, how old a star is. Right. You say, how long, far away is that point of light? That point of light away is 2.7 million light years away, so 2.7 million light years that star was there. Is it, you know, they, it's like there's some weird... Compute uh, math going on there, but like it's not you know it doesn't mean there's actually stars up there. It means it's just the light that's still traveling. You know, it's it's fucking insane. Uh, some of that stuff is nuts. I've always been interested in space, and like I hope someday in my lifetime that commercial space flight becomes available because I would love Didn't to just, I just hear something about that. We've been hearing about it for a decade, dude, because uh, uh, the guy from Virgin Mobile, uh, Richard Bronson, whatever his name is, he's been working on it. Elon Musk has been doing it. Commercial space flight is going to be a thing of the future, they say. So, like, you have these billionaires working on it, and uh, it could be a possibility. You know, there's already a car up there. You know, there could be roadways. The Jetsons could be real someday. You know, Star Wars, bro. And that's what's yeah, going to happen because you got not. the Space Force coming. So, you never fucking know, man. You got the Space Force. We could definitely have some space wars. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, movies tend to, or life tends to imitate movies. It does too. You know, you have AI is the next big thing, and yeah. you know, fifteen years ago we had all these movies with like Will Smith and yeah. AI and all that stuff and robots. So it's just that's the way it goes. But um, but yeah, I think that's uh, probably going to be it for this episode because that's really all I have. Uh, the weekend news wasn't really too crazy. Um, the co-founder of Jefferson Airplane died. Uh, there's some cool stuff going on. In the world, so just open your eyes, read it for yourself, or uh, check in next week and I'll tell you about it. Alright, folks? So I appreciate your time. I love you very much. This has been episode 21 of the Not So Black Podcast. Welcome to the Not So Black Podcast.